Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the premiere of season two of Vikings Valhalla on Netflix. This premiere, January 12th of 2023, we are going to be getting a eight episode season with season three already renewed. So we have that sweat off of our back. <laughs> so we know we at least we're going to get a pretty thought out story arc for these three seasons as they unfold. And I thought this was a really good setup for what we are going to explore. Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. And if you want to send feedback on Vikings Valhalla or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. The Web of Fate was written by Jeb Stewart and directed by Sirian Donnelly. I gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10. As stated, it really got us on the paths that we needed to, while also really wrapping up a lot of the baggage from season one. But some people getting fates that feel appropriate, while others getting fates that are sadly overdue. (laughs) We start with Leaf who's been out just kicking names, taking ass. We don't have a time frame, but I'm going to say it's more than six months because it would need more than six months for that wound that was very life-threatening to heal. I'm going to say ever since Liv's death, he's been out in them streets or forests in full berserker mode. You tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? He's tracking soldiers from Olaf's camp when they're heading back to said camp kills them too late though someone else has gotten his man before him and that poor soldier just wanted to die obliviously and was heading to that path until you fucked with his wound reminding him of the pain of being alive so good for you sir that was to definitely prove we're getting a much more cruel (laughs) life than we used to know but when he yelled and kicked that stool with that shield on it i was like i need you to mean it i'm yelling at my screen he needs some milk and that certainly is not the appropriate response for how i should be reacting to that moment the man himself olaf is being carted back to Kattegat in disgrace and butt-ass naked that made me happy all of his shivering made me just 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 uh, really <laughs> relish some things inside Freitas and Harold, meanwhile, have been playing house outside of Kattegat, which she is rather content at because it's a peaceful life. Living off the land, being very eat, pray, love. What's the other word they use for it? Hippie. The hippie type of lifestyle. You know, we want to worship the trees and the gods and sacrifice some lambs every couple of seasons. I don't understand what the big deal is. However, Harold wants to claim what is his from Forkbeard by returning to Kattegat, something she doesn't see as happening since Canute promised him Norway, not his father. She is concerned for his safety, but he wants their children to be nobles, kings, anything that has to do with what he feels is his birthright. And I get it because you've been indoctrinated into that belief from the time you're very young. What can you, you just can't let that shit go. It may be a very egotistical, egomaniac, manical thing to say but it is 
what the line of power is, what succession is. They've been raised that this is something they get to inherit. And by the decree of the people who's, who co-signed the most of this shit, uh, <laughs> so as long as the people's happy, ultimately, don't give a fuck about what's happening. <laughs> I hate to bust it to you, but that was society for a very long time. Uh, but, but, uh, he really wants to pursue that, whereas she is really happy on the peasantry side. Freitas must think her brother dead, I thought, by the way, she did not mention his name. But no, <laughs> she let him do his thing, Waldy, because he'll always be close to her heart. <laughs> That's all she has to think about him. Think about him at. But he clearly was left to wander the world on this witch hunt while losing his sanity, seeing as the ghost of Liv is not only with him, but he is interacting with her. And that's when you know that things is not okay when you're in the forest alone and you're talking to yourself. But then when you're talking to someone else that you think is having a conversation with you back, that's when you might want to, I don't know, seek some counseling. Too bad the seer can't uh, be up in this post. See, this is what happens. You fuck up the whole system and now everybody can't go get the counseling they need. Rattle some bones and shit. In Kattegat, a noose is prepared for Olaf, who sits in a cage, harassed and bullied. When Knut's hand-fasted wife, Aslug, that's what I'm going to call her now, because I cannot pronounce her first name, Aslug 2.0 arrives and... As soon as I saw that little kid, I was like, is that Magnus? <laughs> Only reason I even know his name is because he looks like another Magnus. <laughs> and that is just a reference you won't get until you get it. In London, Canute sends word to his wife of his victories, but not when he's bringing his ass home. <laughs> And he expresses continued concern about her safety, something Godwin is passing along to the king. But she isn't threatened about talk in alehouses. She thinks the security is just fine. There's a look between he and Geetha. And sure enough, in the next scene, they have already consummated their eye fucks from last season. And their affair, which he wants to make official once Canute returns, is something they are keeping from Emma. He assures her he takes all threats seriously as when you have lost everything as he has, you want to ensure it never happens again. She asks what his dreams are and he desires a loving home with children who will one day rule their own kingdoms around the world. Keynote, not just singular conquests. You have now the legacies of these men and yes, they are propagated by men that want dynasties dynasties whichever you prefer this is what the vikings actually did accomplish the kievan roots uh going up to ireland scotland england a lot of europe a lot of europe the vikings were able to send their sons and their sons of their sons out and conquer the world and have that viking connection even though they certainly distanced themselves from their viking ancestry once christianity got a much firmer hold into the world particularly after the collapse of the second well well the second roman empire the byzantine empire that is neither here nor there 
He wants his eldest, who will be wise and special to be the king of England, something that is a dream, but not an impossible one considering, I mean, that is an impossible one considering the line of succession does not include them, even if he marries Canute's sister. And this is the second loving relationship we've seen in the show, with men consistently in the position of ambition and power, hence security for their legacies. And the women, while certainly along for the ride, are not quite all Emma, who is heavily involved in securing that place for herself in history, not just alongside her husband, but on the throne, as we saw her receiving. Freyda is taking a drink, sees a wolf in the stream, and I'm like, I've seen that screensaver before. <laughs> I'm not going to rag on the effects too, too much, but <laughs> says not HBO. The seer pop up out of absolutely nowhere. The fuck you doing here, nigga? Identify yourself. Who the fuck are you? How you not a bird, but the sound of wings flap when you show up. <laughs> He draws something in the sand and tells her, you gotta man the fuck up. The pagan world needs you. Riddle fashioned. English motherfucker, do you speak it? She goes back, brushes past her man, finds her sword, announces that she's going to Cadigate with Harold. I thought we already discussed this at length. You nodded. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're going with me. <laughs> And Cadigate, Jojo, that's what I'm calling him. I think it's Jojener, but I'm not going to do that. Recognizes Leaf and, is it Leaf or Leif? I guess it's Leif, right? Because I know I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> he recognizes Leif and knows that man needs an intervention. So gets some ale and tries to get invited to sit with him in obvious fanboying of trying to find out where his sister is. When he realizes Leaf won't kill him, when he tells him to go away, he sits and offers the man a drink that he didn't want either. Hell yeah, now we got business. Then goes back to his original questioning of, so where your sister? You think she gonna show up here? Because she should totally want to see Olaf get his just dessert. Something Leaf wants to guarantee. Olaf naked is tossed in the cell and is visited by Forkbeard, who tells him he hates traitors. And despite what Canute promised afterwards to Harold, Norway was never his to take. Forkbeard doesn't intend to kill him. No! No! Fucking no! And furthermore, why? That certainly did not sit well in my goodies. But then the rest of the scene unfolded and I was like, God damn, chef's kiss. I, I love Forkbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Forkbeard reminds me uh, it's the same thing I, I really want them to do that parallel between Forkbeard and Canute and Leaf and his father when and hopefully if they introduce him into the show because as much as Canute is the great king of because he's the king of Norway he was the king of uh of Sweden and he's the king of England Forkbeard his father really set the set the, the tone for that you know what I mean? And and put that in motion. And he kind of, you know, he was raised by a good man, a great man. And we got the same thing with Godwin wanting the same thing for his son in the future, but he doesn't have that right now. And then you have, well, you do have the idea that 
should or if probably not uh hails to learn of his possible son how he wants him to be the king of right and then you have the other last person uh being leaf and his father about the expedition to america because there is it's like those are two two different sagas but but they both could be true it could be leaf or it could or leaf or it could be his father that led that expedition most people go with leaf but others believe that yeah could have probably also been him and his father and his father ended up dying and then his son took over but his father certainly is the king of greenland he tells him he has made Savine king of Norway, Fork Bear, that is, to which Olaf laughs knowing he'll be dead in three weeks, killed by the Jarls because they'll never accept him, but he won't. Because considering what Olaf accomplished, raising an army in secret, so on and so forth, making the, making the political moves you did means you have potential and you have loyalty here. So I can use that to protect my grandson something that of course is laughed at in his face and he says i would rather die than see the success of that boy however Forkbeard delivers his blow by revealing magnus whom he loves dearly and tells him tit for tat you show him how to be king and i will show your son the same courtesy but if anything if anything should happen to the boy well that will be the last time Magnus breathes. It is rather brilliant because death is easy for you. Being made to be the stand-in <laughs> for someone you consider so unworthy, but not only do you have to do you have to protect them and guarantee their safety at the at the loss of your beloved child but you would have rather died than see that and now you're forced to shovel it into your mouth every single day and everyone knows that you're there at the behest of him so no i i think that's rather despite how this plays out with how this affects our people which unfortunately don't have too many too many dogs in the fight um this is a, a rather brilliant move on Forkbeard's part because he, he knows that his son will never be accepted here. And despite the fact that Forkbeard certainly supported Canute and his marriage to Emma, it's clear that he has a soft spot for his grandsons as well by the handfasted wife, which makes and made him a lot more lenient with his, uh, his daughter-in-law. First, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, Leaf is not going to take that news well. But luckily, he has other things that become a priority. So that was smart on the script. He then goes to deal Forkbeard with Aslug 2.0 to yell at her about her treachery. But has also decided to spare her life. She had some audacity thinking she should simply go back to being comfortable and in charge of her destiny. <laughs> I'm at the edge of nowhere on earth. You better be glad you're still on this earth, bitch. Forkbeard announces these new changes to a very disappointed crowd. Oh my god, bro. Oh, hell no, man. What the fuck? 
fuck, man. Get your ass on, boy. Get your goddamn ugly ass on. Bruised. Recently humiliated in front of everyone in a way you can't feel like dirt on the inside, no matter how much you try to make up for it. He is able to turn the crowd against himself to a united foe, which is the pagans. Because now that they have condemned Freitas as a witch and Harold as a usurper, the lie is spread that a heathen army is on its way to Cadigat to dethrone them. So he offers three chests of gold for their heads. You see that Fork Bear really wasn't like on board with this, but at the same time, whatever whatever method gets what needs to do, and weapon religion is often utilized as a weapon. I mean, ask how many unpopular kings, or correlate, I should say, how many unpopular. <laughs> right when those stats start to to drop those ratings, all of a sudden there's some type of religious conflict or the persecution of Jews, one or the other. That usually follows when the king is not showing himself to be a great ruler. Also, using fear as a scare tactic to get people in line or to to shift the narrative, so to speak, versus, oh, no, I'm in charge now and I'm going to protect you all. I know you want to hate me and I totally understand these feelings. But guess what? I'm going to protect your lives because there's a threat to your lives and I'm going to I'm going to show you what it's all about. Leif wants to kill him, but hearing his sister and new brother uh, be put up for ransom, <laughs> not really ransom, uh, bounty is the word I'm looking for. He decides to go warn them instead. And the two are out fishing. Really, though, if you plan to go back to Cadigate, why not send little birdies? Where's your allies, Harold? You're putting a lot on one man's word and your own entitlement and that's not a smart play ever you should have had some inkling of what you were walking into before you just was casually going to walk your ass into it you didn't even you stop people people was walking on the road and you didn't stop and ask no questions you need to be prepared to be a better ruler versus just going around saying i'm entitled to be a ruler him and the buff though definitely been at the gym (laughs) putting on some muscle Freitas is recognized by a girl who thinks she is the prophesized leader of the people uh keeper of the faith however she uh she's like no I don't know who you're talking about (laughs) I don't know who that is (laughs) keep this idle little girl they are escaping and little boats to a another boat that's going to meet them out on the water to take them to a place called Yomsburg, Yomsborg, one or the other. Since the Christians are not allowing the pagans to rebuild after they burned all their shit down. Surprise, surprise. In London, which is probably how you would have said it back then. London, while in mass, Emma is the only devout one there as she remained with her eyes closed Whereas Geetha and Godwin are exchanging looks, thinking about what they did last night. He's flirting with the devil. I'm also going to be really surprised if Emma doesn't have this card already up her sleeve. Because by the, I mean, the amount of times they be looking at each other in long drawn out pauses. 
I know I'll be looking behind my shoulder like, what you looking at? <laughs> and I feel like she's the kind of woman that would have birdies in her castle telling her things that she needs to know that Godwin ain't telling her, but we shall see. He senses something is amiss, which it is since the friar poisoned the body of Christ, no less. And he waited entirely too long to say something before the sweaty man runs away. He is able to disguise himself when losing the soldiers and going into a house. However, he is picked up at the gate when he tries to leave. And that's the great thing about London Dome at this time is there is only one gate in the city, one gate out of the city. So makes for a pretty, pretty nice place to, uh, to build oneself a fortress. I was wrong. Leaf stayed around in Cadigat, which is good because I knew that fairy man was going to snitch him out. He kept looking over as soon as he said, the keeper of the faith, where? I heard there's like $3.2 million for their capture. And all I got to do really is show you where I last saw them. (laughs) But you would think if he's helping the pagans, wouldn't he be a friend of the keeper of the faith? probably say nobody gonna know it's me he isn't the only one looking though um leaf or leaf why do i keep wanting to say leaf leaf that is i know it's mimi's fault (laughs) i just know how she feels about that uncalled for (laughs) but leaf sees jojo creeping out the shadows Freitas feels ashamed she is running from her fate as pagans look to her for guidance and she gives them doubts. The forehead thing is so overdone it means nothing anymore. Everyone does it. If you do it with your kid it's just not even sexual. It's just weird. Both parents watch their children, him and uh, Aslug 2.0, depart with Forkbeard who doesn't worry about trusting Olaf because Olaf has to worry about Trust in him more so because he holds way more cards in his deck. To give credit to Olaf, and I don't want to, but he knows I've been put in my place. Uh, I've committed these acts and uh, didn't work out for me. Now I get a new path forward. I'm going to commit to that because while I don't get to sit on that throne, my son does. So if I can ensure his future by literally and figuratively doing so, then that's, that's my fate. That's my new calling. And he's, he's perfectly fine with that. So Aslug didn't need to be like, don't tell me anymore about your machinations. He's like, one, I'm no longer that ambitious. And two, <laughs> you failed yourself. That was not me. You listened to yourself. You, I just put out a proposal. You didn't have to agree. She vows never to trust him again. And he says, well, just give me a little bit of time because you do have power here as queen regent. And if we intend to be happy and content for the rest of our days in our self, well, not self-imposed prison, but you get what I'm saying. Then I suppose we make the best of it. Olaf is then told that Harold's whereabouts have been found. Any plans to join the bounty hunters? With this being Savine's first lesson, the reaction to the crowd when they say he was the new king, <laughs> they, was, they was not happy about it at all. <laughs> Leif kills all of the 
the bounty hunters including the snitch and while freitas is happy to see her brother he said we don't do hugs no more emotional damage apparently harold don't know what bounty hunter means or what a bounty means because he talking about how they need to go back to Cadigan so he can explain his situation to his brother <laughs> there's no negotiating sir he wants you and your witch dead it took him way too long to realize that he betrayed him first and thought for some reason his brother was gonna be like okay back in london godwin definitely came in that room to say one thing and one thing only i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened which got me thinking i'm gonna say my thoughts but it definitely got me thinking and i bet you any amount of money that mimi's thinking the exact same <laughs> The ladies' maids are grateful at his solicitous, is that the correct word, manner, with Emma reluctantly apologizing for not trusting him. But can we? He has very naked ambition to something not within his reach, and this indebtedness is certain to ingratiate himself further into the power. And why would those be, why would people be against Emma? I guess that's my biggest question that I, maybe I'm just, too involved in the realism of it because i know the vikings brought basically peace to england at this time because it was a shit show prior they bought stability for a really long time like they got everything in together the way it needed to under canute and emma so i don't know why anyone would want her removed other than i suppose a plot from the other type of earls but I don't know who would they actually think to put in her what there's no like I don't know who could be a contender other than the Vikings themselves or Godwin so that's why I'm I'm staring at him this him being remaining humble servant to the king's own mercy that could be true like hey he could have killed me and I've been given a second chance and I already wasn't liked by my people before so let me capitalize on this opportunity that could still be true but on the other side i'm still looking at you because you're an opportunist and opportunists are always going to be putting themselves first i don't know how she missed once again that long lingering look that was not at her freitas tells her brother he's got the look of papa in his eyes He tries to shrug it off. However, his absolute ruthlessness when Jojo shows up clearly unarmed indicates that he is in fact really hardened. Only when she recognizes the tattoo from the vision that or not even from the vision what the seer drew for her does she tell him to lead the way. Turns out that he is a part of a group of pirates, ocean pirates that have taken in all of the refugees from the purge. Harold wants to go to Novgorod, Novgorod, one or the other, which is in the Kievan Rus, also formerly known as, or currently known as Russia. I think at that time it included parts of Ukraine and Belarus. Don't quote me on that. Orthodox Christianity certainly comes from Viking and Christian marriages, but him having another damn half brother. (laughs) 
how many do you have? But it also speaks to exactly what Godwin, a Christian, or not, well, yeah, a Christian Englishman has the same dreams that Vikings are already doing. <laughs> like, yeah, this guy, he, he rules the Kievan Rus. I'll just tell him that Forkbeard is an oathbreaker and he'll give me an army to take back Norway for myself. But no more persecutions <laughs> for pagans once I am king of Norway because they're going to cohabitate. Greenlanders square up to take their last stand on the beach while Harold says, I suppose I can't fight two against one. And so I'm going to mitigate loss of life as much as possible by getting people out of the direct line of fire. Freitas talks to her brother knowing he talks to Liv and thinks that despite him no longer believing it is he who is holding on to her instead of her letting or holding on to him because she wants to go to Valhalla. Hearing this, he may start to heal? Question mark. She shares Freitas with him that she is with child and that he cannot tell Harold as she will not allow her child to be ruler of a Christian land. She then goes to speak with the man himself and the two rather amicably break up knowing they both are on different, they, they want bif- different futures. They envision their futures in different ways. And eventually it will lead to heartache, to heartbreak because they're not going to be able to come to a compromise. So time to leave it while it's in a happy place, whereas he becomes king and then he asks her to become her queen and then she cannot. And then there's a child and he wants what's rightfully his, which is his son to follow in his footsteps and get his birthright, which is something she definitely intends with all of her soul to keep away from him. So <laughs> there is that. And she's queen of her own people. And I like how they, they had this conversation because it's clear that they love each other very, very, very much. But at some point, that's going to become a sticking point. And you can, and they did have a happy marriage in between, but that's still a long way off. And Harold, God bless him, if he really wants this army, it's just not going to be done by let's go after the Oathbreaker. Sure, but this man also has a lot of power and three kingdoms or at least his son's about to so I, I don't <laughs> I do not think that someone in the Cuban Roos is going to be that inclined to be invested in the politics of Cadigan at least that's just my assumption I could be absolutely wrong and his brother-in-law is all gung-ho for it but just like he's naive about betraying one brother or half-brother and then you know think he could just have a conversation with him I think he's naive in thinking he could just get an army most of these things are done via alliance and that alliance is usually through marriage. And if you ain't got a hand to offer, then what is it really in for that noble house that's going to be sacrificing all of their men for you? So while I believe Freitas is going to remain the love of his life, as Mimi would say, there's going to be choices he's going to have to make in the future. Really hard choices, particularly if he's as committed to the dream as he clearly is, he, he's going to have to start thinking outside of the, you know, the PG-13 world he's been living in. 
just as they are cornered on the beach when Olaf's men track them down. Flaming balls block Olaf's army, allowing the others to get safety safely to the boats and roll away in the fog. I thought the fog was a good touch because Olaf had no idea there was backup and it did give a plausible way for them to get away with the inclusion of the fireballs. But them just watching, like there was a little bit of a disconnect in the reaction of the fireballs <laughs> uh, on both sides of the smokescreen there. Like, like you're not going to be that close to those types of explosions and not be ducking. You're not just going to be just like, oh, let me just stare at it once again. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Olaf's panic look after being half smug a second ago was satisfying. How could this happen to me? I made my mistakes. Got nowhere to run. The night goes on as I'm fading away. I'm sick of this life. I just want to scream. How could this happen to me? You would think that Man, you would think that (laughs) all the humiliation he suffered in the last 24 to 72 hours, he would not ever go into anything smug. But I guess he really wasn't that smug. He's just like, kill them all! With uh, the close-up of his brother being like, you're gonna kill me? And still looking shocked. (laughs) The trio then go their separate paths and journeys with poor Harold gonna need a minute more. My first love broke my heart for the first time And I was like, baby, 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 oh Seeing Freitas have her own story arc that isn't reliant on a man Good choice. Cannot uh, take that away. The other story arc that leads them away from away from their settlements out into the world, even better. I, I like all of the things that they are laying down for us as a foundation to move Vikings and their stories into more of the, you know, we've gotten all of the in-between. I mean, we've gotten the William the Conqueror and afterwards. We've gotten everything that really in their own Scandinavian landscape. But to see them out in the broader world has something, has been something that I've been intrigued by. And I'm really curious on how they explore that. We do have feedback. So let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for uh, Vikings Valhalla uh, season two opener. Um, I am going to make this quick. I don't know why. I just did not feel like doing this feedback this morning and I had ample opportunity. Um, There's really no excuse. Um, I'm supposed to be leaving for work in the next seven minutes. So I'm going to try to get this feedback in quick. Um, I'm going to attempt to do it before I drive to work. Um, The drive is only 
six minutes um and usually i talk longer than that so here we go um i do want to discuss how last season the one thing i distinctly remember being annoyed with was the fact that um freitas somehow forgot she had a brother and then we got the reveal of them meeting and it was very underwhelming I don't know, maybe in, you know, between the two of them, they knew that they could take care of themselves. And granted, Leif is uh, going through some things right now, so he isn't mentally even in a position to probably even care that Freitas just fucking abandoned him and made a life with Harrelson. Uh, I feel like that's not his name. Harold. Whatever. Um I don't care what you say. He still looked like Chris Evans to me. They look like they like he looks more like Chris Evans brother than Chris Evans brother. Chris Chris Evans brother actually looks like him. But whatever. I still see it no matter how. I try not to. <laughs> um, but when they saw each other, she was like, leave the end. It's like we didn't see them catch up we didn't we didn't really see much of anything and I don't know why but that shit bothers me and maybe it bothers me because he came all the way to this area for her he left Greenland for her and her honor and then like I get she you know she left and I don't know maybe we're supposed to be under the impression that she did look for Leif I don't know but that still bothers me and I and I cannot get just not get like I can't get over it and I don't know I've tried um but um I wish we would have saw how um King Forkbeard was able to get the drop on fucking Olaf because I wanted to see that ass whooping I don't know if I even mentioned it last season but I wanted Leif to join Forkbeard and become his enforcer because he went straight berserk and I remember you saying uh what you said about berserkers <laughs> I uh wanted to see that in action um but he became a no man and he was by himself just looking like a grizzly bear murking folks with a bow and arrow he looked pretty boss but he also looked sad and depressed and not want anybody to talk to him just looking like he ain't bathed in six months and I think that was the time period that we're supposed to like we're supposed to think I, I don't remember if they said it but I know it's been some time um I don't know why but um King Forkbeard put in his son in charge of uh Kattegat. I don't know. His son looks ridiculous. Like, why is the root of your hair curly, but the base is, is straight and you're white? His hair looks fucking crazy. And I don't know if they did that on purpose, but it bothers me. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we're, I mean, are we not going to get any more King Canute? Um, interesting. I'm trying to figure out. I can I don't remember. I know he went to war, but I don't remember what triggered it. So if you remember, Christina, just jog my memory. Um, but I do like the boss move that King Fort Beard pulled on Olaf because I feel like 
Olaf is probably thinking he's got the the upper hand or even that they're even but I just have a feeling that King Forkbeard is gonna um turn the tables because he said one thing I despise is traitors and he said that King uh King Forkbeard told that one dude it's like he should he should be concerned about trusting me I didn't I didn't like how that was the end of that conversation so it'll be interesting to see what happens from there um what else um, so Freitas is pregnant, but she, whatever, because I, I distinctly remember saying last season that I don't know how this is going to work because there's no way Freitas is determined to keep her pagan uh, religion. And we know that um, Harrelson, um, I'm going to call him Harrelson because for whatever reason, I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember his name. Um, it'll come to me probably for the next episode. Um, but um, we know that he, he is determined to be the king of Norway, even though all signs point to motherfucker. You got to give that dream up. Why don't you set your sights on something else? Like, I understand Olaf promised you, but you got to see that the ties have turned, sir. Not Olaf. King Canute. Your brother was going to give that land to his son. And King Canute has a bunch of sons. So. I like I understand, you know, a king's word supposed to mean something, but I I also feel like he's been betrayed enough that he should understand maybe it's not worth it anymore. <laughs> I don't know why he's so fucking determined to die over this this it just doesn't seem like it's in his fate. Um I do predict that, you know, maybe once he finds out that Freitas is pregnant, maybe he'll change his mind, but I also feel like He's not going to become he's not going to renounce uh, Christianity. Um, I know he said he, he his father converted out of uh, necessity. So maybe he can be like um, Ragnar and live in between the, the two. I don't know, um, but I am interested to see what's going on. Um, I am interested to know if Leif is still holding on to live. Um I was happy to see her, but then I remember she was dead, and then I was like, oh, well, shit. I don't want him to be literally chasing a ghost, so this is going to be terrible. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we'll see, because he's clearly lost his mind. I guess it. I guess um, that him and Leif, uh, Leif and Haroldson are on their way to um, Harold. His name is Harold. There it is. He, um, they're on their way to see Harold's uncle, which I guess is fine. Start, I don't remember where they are, but it's, they're going to be on a rowboat. So this would be interesting. I guess if anybody can get them anywhere on a rowboat, it's late. So, um, I guess we'll see. So, uh, like I said, only had seven minutes, so I am going to end it here. I got to go to work. So, um, Hopefully I got everything out. Otherwise, I'll just attach it to the next uh, feedback for two episode two, which I'm going to watch when I get home from work. So um, until next time, love, peace, hair, grease and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the season two premiere. You know, I don't care if you do it in your car. (laughs) I I think he brought that up in one of the feedbacks and I never even addressed it because I was like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) There's background that really does not bother me not one bit it's sometimes funny if you go in and out like a like you're underwater but most of the time you're you're pretty good 
as far as <laughs> you called him a grizzly bear, <laughs> and that sums him up so perfectly. <laughs> That's exactly what he's like grizzled. But I am I need the actor to commit to being a berserker. And I don't see the commitment there. Like he says he's angry, but I don't feel it. It doesn't come across. It still it feels like he's a wounded puppy more than an avenged angry god. You know what I mean? And that is something I am going to want to see a little bit more from the actor. Or maybe it just doesn't fit him as well uh, to, to play that. And maybe that's why they're going to take it back a little bit. But yeah, like I felt that he has the look of the aesthetic of, but it's just not, it's not completely for me, at least, um, fully packing the punch. It should, but like a grizzly bear, that's exactly what, what I wanted. I wanted to just cuddle him. I want to cuddle him. Yes. He's a little perk prickly, but for the most part, he's still rather harmless. <laughs> <laughs> even if he did put that knife to that man's throat in a very and and mess with his skin like that it's just it's more like actions and there's no there's nothing behind the eyes that give me a little bit more to sell it that's all um she did abandon his ass though and i'm still not over that as well i'm really not to then she just left him again because i felt like even when she sat down and was like let me tell you this little bit of advice but here's really what's going on in my life <laughs> and yes i'm sure if he wanted to run off but as he could you you could have brought up his name <laughs> it's been months since i've seen my brother i wonder if he's okay you knew what he was about to do in life um i think that that kid seven is seven is um aslug 2.0 son which would make him Forkbeard's grandson. I could be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure he called her mother. So that's Canute's wife. And thus why he, he probably was like, uh, son, you plan on not keeping this in the family? Well, guess what? I overrode you. You wasn't there. And <laughs> I'm negating on your promise. Cause that is a promise that Canute made behind, behind, uh, behind the back of his own father so his father certainly didn't have any impotence to honor that that's exactly what she was trying to tell him and these are not the same people i don't recall a lot of canute being in like england at the time so we could see him in wars because that's what he did he pretty much he came back you know fucked his wife checked out you know had a little brief vacation but most of his time as king was spent away from england and fighting in different wars so i would not expect to see this character a lot but i do want to see him in the season so i can get my zaddy on i need to get some zaddy up in my life but uh seeing the minions run thing run things that's at least historically accurate uh as far as fork bear too i'll be worried about that dude as well he seems far far more lenient than canute i feel like canute would make this arrangement but i feel yeah the same thing with that other guy like eh, he said he had plans plural <laughs> and if he has plans plural and he's holding every single last card of course i wouldn't be of course i would not trust this person 
<laughs> and I do think that he has a far more meaner streak. He's just going to let them hang themselves. It's always better to watch. Yeah, because you don't say I hate traitors and then leave two traitors alive. And they made made mention of the fact that, oh, he's getting a very Christian death by hanging versus how we do things. He would have been blood eagled. So I, I don't know about Forkbeard, but I would be watching him. I certainly would be watching him. He's way scarier than his son. Uh, as far as going back lastly to, to Harold, maybe he feels like his dream is to unite. Maybe, maybe he sees the pagans suffering and he sees the Christians being the persecutors of that. And that's not what he wants to see. That's not the vision he saw for himself or, to be the king but I, I know the indoctrine part of it it's not so easy to give up something you feel is ingrained uh and you have a legitimate uh you know a, a legitimate thing too and if it's gonna be something to make it better in the future i suppose but i'm also really with you though like you can make anything else your dream this doesn't have to be it but this is what he wants this is the place to his power and he feels like it he doesn't have to earn it well, he did earn it because he did fight in the war for England, a place he didn't have no fucking place. I had no, uh, I had no dog in that fight, but I went and I fought it for you and I bled and I sweat and I came back to Cadigan fighting for you. And this was the promise. And the thing it is, is Forkbeard reneged on the promise. Canoe probably would have gave him <laughs> Norway. So in a lot of ways, he's not wrong to not want the one thing in which he has his whole entire life been preparing for you just don't turn your back on that overnight or even in six months but at the same time when it does feel like an impossibility but that's I think what where you're at where we're at we see it as a little bit of an impossibility where he he doesn't see it quite as such at this time and it isn't because Olaf is what there's a puppet puppet a weak region and Olaf I'll take those odds. <laughs> uh, Shy is going to join us next uh, episode. I believe she is in recuperation mode and I do not blame her because that's exactly how I felt about yesterday. I came back. I was like, oh, I need to seriously. I've been too many people. I'm overstimulated. <laughs> I need to uh, need a moment, just 20 minutes. And then I'll be damned if my daughter didn't knock on my door to my mommy. And I was like, oh, oh my God can not give me a minute to breathe anyhow if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>